1: f Select Irish with Louise Ty.
0: Select Irish on F104 and every week we chat to somebody about the first gig they ever went to this week we're joined by Declan O'Rourke hello
1: how you doing Louise lovely to be on with you
0: thanks for chatting to us so what was the first gig you ever went to
1: it was Neil Young live at Slane with Booker T and the MGs
0: very cool Uh, I
1: think it was God 1993 maybe uh, maybe two, um, and uh, I, wa- I wanted to go and see Pearl Jammer on the bill. That's mm-hmm. who. That's the attraction for me, or what's the attraction for me? And um, I was told I wasn't allowed to go. I was too young. Okay. And you know, my my uncle happened to be there at the time, and he was a big Neil Young fan. He said, "Well, I'll go, <laughs> and I can bring him." So uh, my dad said, "Well, on that basis, you can you can go." And uh, so my uncle was kind of saying, uh, "Wait till you hear Neil Young; he's going to blow your your band off the stage." And mm-hmm. I was saying, "Ah, yeah, it was kind of nice, competitive."
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent. Thing I was
1: saying, no, I hope he's so obviously some old fogey and whatever, you know." And uh, in the nice, in the nicest way, they were they were grand, but kind it of wasn't your style at the time. The mm.
0: um,
1: but Neil Young, absolutely, it blew my mind. Blew my mind, and and it was was a fan ever since you know, but uh it was just a great experience
0: at that point had you already started music yourself?
1: oh yeah I was playing I was playing guitar monstrously I was eating and sleeping and it's the first thing I did when I woke up and everything you know yeah, so I was full on in a little kind of uh local community of bands, and we were all cross-pollinating and you know Mm -hmm. having the fun and we were just that was music was everything to us
0: Isn't that the great thing though and I think it's still stuck around in the Irish music industry where it is you help each other out there's a lot of that that seems to happen
1: Yeah well music I think music uh, does that anyway you know probably not confined to, to the Irish music scene I think it's a creative thing and you're sharing and you're you're excited to to show your stuff to other people and to see what they're doing and to learn and to and to collaborate and and naturally with all that comes friendships then and and, you know relationships and just good times so it becomes a way of life almost you know and uh, we are very lucky with the scene we have in ireland
0: absolutely do you remember the first gig you played
1: I think so, yeah uh, I've been been questioning that lately with various things but (laughs) um, the first time I was ever on stage doing anything was uh, I was invited up, there was a friend of my dad's was an old rocker and he was like a contemporary of Phil Linets and you know they famously had uh, a couple of run-ins where you know they were kind of rivals and they were showing up and turning off each other's PAs, and mm-hmm. a couple of headbutts were maybe swapped, and things like that. Chaos. But um, this fellow was Robbie Walsh from Clondalkin. He was a bit of a legend and a lovely man. So he he said, yeah, come up, bring him up, he says to my dad. He said, bring him up on such a night to a place called The Glue Pot, which was in Clondalkin, mm-hmm. And I was to do a certain... So I'd agreed some certain song that I was playing at the time I think it, I don't know it was some uh, I think it was ZZ Top or something I'd been given a choice and so I picked it and on the night when I got up with his band they, they he kind of said no let's not do, let's do something else now I don't know whether there was a bit of schooling and that kind of mm-hmm. trying to throw me a a curveball mm-hmm. but it was great and we ended up playing something else and it was a blues thing and we were his, his guitarist was great and we were trading solos and you know
0: Do you remember the feeling uh, that came along with that gig
1: i remember being quite uh you know i was the first person in the building and i was there waiting for ages and so you know being early is very (laughs) outrageous but um but i remember just coming away from it feeling like i had done what i set out to do and i had achieved it and i got a great reception and the they didn't boo me. <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> That's always a so good start. You
1: kind of become addicted at that stage, you know.
0: Had you known then at that point that it was going to be a career for you?
1: I certainly wanted it to be.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I was trying to convince my parents to let me leave school. You know, that was that mm-hmm. was probably around uh, fifty-year or junior cert time. I, I took it up the year the junior cert, the summer of the junior cert actually. So. It must have been around 50 year, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: And did you get around them?
1: But that was all I wanted to do. I didn't. I wasn't really interested in anything else. School. I just kind of. Uh, and I'm not encouraging any any other kids to do the same. I'd be shocked. <laughs> but um, you know, I just. I was. I was completely focused and determined, and I, I knew that um, the chances of you having a. a, a Making an actual living or a career out of music was slim. Everybody was telling me, uh, and I just kept saying, "I don't care. I'm gonna, that's not going to be me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out a way to make it work." Mm-hmm.
0: Did your parents let you leave school?
1: Um, but the, I, 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 I say that now, realizing how uh, lucky I was, you know, because there is a, a huge amount of luck involved, as well as mm-hmm. that that determination and application and. You know, just the, the love for it is the biggest thing. If you don't love something, you can't apply yourself.
0: 100%. It doesn't stick.
1: Exactly, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Did the parents leave you le- or let you leave school in the end?
1: No, they didn't. Um, hey. I'm glad they didn't because it wouldn't have changed anything. Yeah. Um, but um, they were extremely supportive, always, always, always have been of anything I did Mm -hmm. and especially creatively you know yeah like when I was when I was probably 12 or something I was I was big time into art and music and my dad said to me uh, you know you you choose one of those things and you'll never go wrong Mm -hmm. you know don't do don't do a regular job
0: Mm. so he saw it in you straight away beg your pardon he saw it in you straight away
1: I guess so and Mm. I guess um I saw that i that I was passionate about it and maybe thought I was kind of a, uh, a I don't know a, I had leanings that way in terms of being uh, a deep thinker or something you know mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and and you know we 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 kind of had a family where at big social gatherings everybody had to do something everybody had to sing and so we we, we all got used to that fairly fairly young Mm -hmm. fairly early on and and my dad himself is a great singer and you know he didn't have the opportunities i had so in a way he was probably uh saying well if i had the chance again you know so this is what i'm gonna encourage in, in you yeah
0: yeah which is nice to have you know yeah 100 yeah but you're going to be heading off on tour soon. You're going to be doing Vicker Street in November. I hear. Yeah, we've
1: seven dates, seventeen dates around the country, and that's uh, going great. I think Vicker Street is sold out. Uh, unfortunately, for mm,
0: for to anyone to who be, might want to, to head along,
1: it like that. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, or if not, there may be like five tickets left or something. I do not. That's, um, that's a good complaint.
0: That's a good complaint.
1: It's a great complaint. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really excited to, to get out there and, uh, and play to people again. I've been kind of locked in a room for a couple of years, essentially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. writing books and um, and I'm a stay-at-home dad at the same time. Really, so um, living the dream, but really looking forward to getting out here and uh, and so the gigs are selling really well, and we have some great. Uh, Opening acts, I'm really, really kind of excited to not only have on stage, but to for other people to hear and, and to kind of, sh- you know, share the stage with them and let mm. let people hear them.
0: And you're going to be road testing some new material, I hear.
1: I sure am. That's one of my favorite things to do about getting on stage Or is to, is to throw myself uh, kind of into the deep end with something, brand new that might be just the paint is still drying on it or something i love to just uh give myself a jolt you know Mm -hmm. so um you know i've been kind of sketching a lot of songs and i've finished a few over the last year or so um you know years and years ago it used to be open mic nights where you test them out but Mm -hmm. i I, I love bringing that energy into my own shows it's just uh something that's always appealed to me and given me the buzz.
0: And also I think people and so, and, who are going to listen love that too. They love being
1: involved. Well, I've always, I have always—I think my audiences have kind of gotten used to me always doing things like that. I'm yeah. always thrown in something and I never... I never do a set list in the same order. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's. I always try to keep it. If it's fresh for me and I don't know really what's going to happen, <laughs> then they, they will feel it too. You know, everybody's yeah. going to get something new and you kind of don't know what's going to happen in the room that way, you know,
0: which is excellent. And you were talking about writing books. You're bringing out a new book on the 14th of September.
1: Yeah. The second uh, installment of three is called a whisper from oblivion comes out in late September there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm really, really excited for people to, to get their their eyes into that and soak it up.
0: Excellent. For anyone who wants to keep up to date what you're up to, where's the best place?
1: DeclanO'Rourke.com.
0: Excellent. Declan, thank you so much for chatting to us.
1: Louise, thanks a million. Lovely to talk to you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?